Well, hello, hello, my friends. How are you doing? This is S. Anthony Thomas. This is the S. Anthony Says Podcast, episode number 205. How are you doing? How are my bastards? How am I, sass potters? How is my pottern family? How are you doing? Is everything good? Is the world treating you okay? I hope so, because that's what I want for you. Uh, it's another Sunday night recording, my friends. I don't know why I've fallen into the habit of doing this on Sunday night, but there's been so many things going on that I literally have no other time when I can record this except for in the middle of the night on Sunday. And um, I'll be honest with you, I don't like it. <laughs> I like when I could actually record this, early, you know, Monday afternoon and record and then put it up on Monday evening. But it's literally impossible now for me to do that. So this is what I'm going to be stuck doing for a while. So you're probably going to be hearing exhausted S for the next few episodes, meaning for the foreseeable future. Until I can actually change the schedule with people and have an opportunity to record this at an hour when human beings are awake. You know, and and it wouldn't it wouldn't be that bad if it's just it's just that uh, it's been a really long day, really, really long day. And I know you can relate to that. You've had days that every minute seemed like they, it lasted for 55 hours straight. And this has been one of those you know, I, you know, I go shopping. I have, I have relatives that I help go shopping on Sundays. And I'm sure that you're the same way. When you get to a certain age, some of your relatives get a little older and some of your relatives are a little younger and some relatives are sick and some relatives need this and some relatives need that. And you have to assist people. And even though you don't necessarily want to do it, and I'm not saying you don't want to help people, it's just not, it's not exactly like an activity that you look forward to sometimes. You know, you're glad that you can help, but you wish that you didn't have to help. You wish somebody else would help because you don't want to help. Not that you don't want to help, but you want to be doing anything else but helping right now. Yeah, I said it. I'm going to I tell you the truth on the podcast. Damn it. I tell you the truth. You know, and I really detest shopping. I think I've talked about it before. I detest shopping. I don't know if you detest shopping, but I detest it. I hate it. But unfortunately, yes, yeah, nothing I can do about it. And you would figure that at least on one occasion, I would go into the shopping, into the supermarket, and it would be a pleasant experience. Everything would go along smoothly. Everything would be exactly where it needs to be. I'd go and I'd pick up the pears and pick up the onions and pick up the this and pick up the that. And it would be a pleasant experience. And then, then, and then, then okay, there's people fighting in the aisle. Great. And they're fighting right in front of the stuff I need to get. And they're very volatile people. And I have this distinct feeling that I really and truly don't want to try to interrupt them. Excuse me. Hi, hi, guys. Would you do me a favor? I know you're going to viciously beat each other up and, and cause a scene. But would you mind delaying whipping each other's buttockses until I get the stuff that's behind you? Because a couple of items that are very, very important on my shopping list that are right behind you right there. And I would like to get those items at least before you decide to viciously beat each other up. Would that be all right? Uh, okay, let me grab a couple of these two items here. Okay. And, and also, could you do me another favor? I know that you're basically you're going to you're trying to alpha male each other right now and prove who's tougher and, uh, and all that kind of ridiculousness. And what's going to happen is you're probably going to end up assaulting each other. And what's going to happen is the police are going to come here and then no one's going to be able to leave the store because they're going to need witnesses and things like that. I was wondering if you could do me a huge favor. 
I'm probably going to be shopping for the next 38 to 45 minutes. Is there any way you could schedule whipping each other's buttockses for about an hour from now? Is there any way that you guys could do your shopping, take all your stuff home? Because I'm assuming you live close by um, because you both have the portable shopping carts with you. Is there any way you could uh, do that, take your stuff home and then come back in an hour uh, retake the positions that you're in right now, standing in front of the glory greens and, uh, then whip each other's ass. Because like I said, I really, it's, it's been a long day. I'm tired. I got a podcast. I got to record, uh, later on tonight. Uh, here's some cards, by the way. You know what? Give me those cards back. I don't want any, I don't want any hostile fans. Um, and, uh, could you do that? Go what myself? Uh, apparently you both have weapons. Um, you know what I'm going to do? I'm just going to be very, very happy that I got these things that I got and I'm just going to leave and, um, you know, you guys do, do whatever you want. Um, I just want you to, to pretty much forget what I just said and uh, I'm going to leave now. So, you know, there it is. That's only a slight exaggeration. <laughs> there were people fighting in front of this, you know, it was an important item for my shopping list that I needed to get and I couldn't leave without it and they were fighting right in front of it. And I tried to, you know, I tried to get it. And, you know, I got it. And I was like, I didn't realize that I had bumped both of them when I was getting it. Cause they're like, and you ain't nothing but a, uh, oh yeah, we use a mother. Huh? Oh yeah, well, you gonna tell you something. Y'all bust your hair. Oh, you gonna bust my what? I bust your, oh well, yeah, but I'll give you my, and I'll kick your mother. Well, yeah, but I'm gonna bust your, oh yeah, but you ain't gonna do nothing to me. You ain't gonna get back. What the hell? Dude, what, what's up with you? I'm like, oh, sorry, man. I needed to get this stuff. Yeah, you gonna bump into everybody and everything. Whoa, 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 whoa. Guys. You're not mad at me. Remember, resume whipping each other's buttocks. I have nothing to do with it. I just needed to get this stuff and get out of the store. Okay, don't try to lump me into that crap. I'm out of here. Now resume your fighting, you bastards. He is right. We really weren't angry at him. So could we go back to referring to each other's wives as whores and then maybe five minutes from now punch each other in the face? I believe you're right. Sorry, stranger, we were blocking. Not a problem to overly aggressive jackasses. Okay, take care of yourself. No problem. Hope you both survive the altercation. <laughs> and I leave the aisle. Now, you would think at that point that that would be the worst thing that would happen. You would figure, okay, two dudes almost whipping each other's buttockses and then me accidentally bumping into the more hostile of the two and then having them turn towards me and then having me get my stuff and very, very artfully get away from these two jackasses. You would figure that that would be the worst part of the day. You would figure that would be the worst thing <laughs> and you would be wrong. Right? Now I have a person follow me around the store. Now, I don't know whether or not whatever country you're in or whatever city you were, you're in or whatever state you're in. Uh, I don't know. Do you know what food stamps are there? It's government assistance to get food. And in some cities you get stamps and in some cities you get a card where you can use that card to purchase food. And it's, 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 it's certain types of food, milk, cheese, things of that nature. You know, you can't buy crab legs or anything like that. But here's the thing. Some people um, sometimes will go into the store where they want to purchase things that are not actual items that you could purchase on the card and they can't do it. But if they see you purchasing a, an item that is actually a, an acceptable item, they will say, listen, I'll pay for your stuff with this card and you give me the cash. So, you know, so that way they can actually get the cash and then use the cash to go get what they want to get. And quite frankly, I don't do that. And I'll tell you why I have. First of all, it's, it's not legal. 
It's not right the thing to do, you know. And also, I have this really, really, really big nightmare scenario where I go, not a problem. Of course, I'll do it, man. You know what I'm saying? I got a hundred dollars worth of stuff here. You buy on your card. I give you the hundred dollars. Everybody's happy. And then you do it. And all of a sudden, how you doing? Hey, what's going on, man? Did you just buy that hundred dollars stuff for the person with that card? Uh, I don't know what you're talking about. We have it on film. You see, I couldn't get to catch a predator back on the air, but we have to catch a food stamp cheat. It's a new show we started. And what's your name? I don't know. It says here that your popular podcaster, S. Anthony Thomas in New Jersey. Uh, no, that's definitely not me. It says it right here that your popular podcaster, S. Anthony Thomas from New Jersey, and that you're sitting here cheating the government buying food stamps. You sick, disgusting bastard. Folks, his podcast is on iTunes, tune in and all of that stuff. So make sure you go there and tell him how much you hate his guts for ripping off the government. I have a couple of phone calls to make and you might as well just put your hands in the handcuffed position because your punk ass is about to be arrested that's the scenario i imagine and i don't want that crap to happen <laughs> you know because there was a there was a it was a popular store near my home through my home and it was about a block and a half away from the house and they were doing good business too and it was it just it was just it was so dumb and one day i walk in there and the place is almost empty at a time when it would be normally it would be full and i figured maybe i came in a little bit after the rush and then i noticed the next time i came in and the next time i came in and the next time i came in and the next time i came in that these bastards didn't have their normal amount of people in the store and i go what the hell happened and then i see the little sign and it said that they were not allowed to sell or to 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 uh, have the machine that they used for the food stamps, and the reason was because he was doing what I just mentioned. You know, they would give you money for the stamps and all of that kind of crap, and then of course it became such a big business for them. It became so lucrative for them that it became known in the neighborhood for the people that that had that needed the assistance. And of course, when you draw that kind of attention to yourself, eventually somebody's going to tell somebody who tell somebody who tell somebody, and they did a sting operation and they got fined a you whole trunk of money and they were not allowed to use the food stamp service for like five years or whatever it was. And unfortunately, 80% of the people that went into the store, 80% of their business was, you know, legitimate people who were buying stuff with the food stamps and crap. Oh, no. So I know for a fact, if you keep doing that crap, there's you could get there's a sting operation. Like I said, I wouldn't have done it anyway because it's unethical not to be a, a you know goody two shoes, but I just can't do stuff like that. So this person's following me around the store because I rejected him. Come on, man. Come on, man. Come on, man. Come on, man. Now, and I'm sitting there going, there's like 80 people in the store. I said, no, why is this fool following me around? And it's because of some of the products in my cart are very similar to the products that you like milk, cheese, this, that. And I'm going, dude, get away from me. And now he's angry. You think you're too good. You must, you I'm just trying to be helpful. And you give me, you give me, give me, give me, give me. He's following me from aisle to aisle, cursing at me. And I'm going, 
do I have, did somebody spray be mad at S. Anthony juice on me today because I had the two dudes fighting, you know, I wasn't, and now this guy's following me around and I've only been in the store 17 minutes and I haven't even gotten that much stuff yet. That's how my day has started. Oh, it gets worse. Damn it. It gets worse. So I finally get this jackass away from me by saying, letting him get close and going, if you follow me to the next aisle, you're going to have to take that card and ask someone to give you some money for the ambulance ride because I'm going to knock your teeth down your throat. And surprisingly enough, that was enough to get him to go away. (laughs) <laughs> when a guy's about to punch your head flat, all of a sudden you realize it's time to stop following him around the supermarket. So Jackass McGee goes away. I finally get all the stuff I need. I go up to the counter and I'm going, oh, I'm at the finish line. It's almost over. I'm almost out of this place. I'm almost done. I'm almost done. It's over. And I put my stuff up on the counter, and it's great. And it's beep, and then the beep, aha, beep, 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 and I'm hearing the beeps. I'm going, yeah, every beep is a is like a footstep closer to freedom. I'm not even paying attention to the lady as she's been beep, and put the beep, and beep, and they're putting the stuff in the cart, beep. Where are the beeps? Oh no. I look over at her and now she's talking to the lady at the cash register next to her who's on her break. But the lady who's not on her break is a one that's running the cash register when I'm at the counter. She's not on a break. The other lady's on a break. And apparently it's like when it's, you know, sometimes people say when women live together, their periods sink or when people live together, they start to look like each other. Well, apparently in this supermarket, when people stand next to each other and one's on break, the one, the other one thinks they're on break, too. She's not on break. Only thing she did was break the rhythm and give me getting my crap out of there. And she's only halfway through my stuff. Oh, no. And she literally turned away from the cash register and is now having a full-fledged conversation with the lady next to her. No. And I was pissed off. I would have been more pissed off if her butt wasn't so delicious looking because, yes, I did look at it and go, good Lord, look at that butt. Good God. (laughs) And then I got mad again after I stopped staring at her delicious buttocks. And I didn't want to say anything to her because I didn't want her to get upset I didn't want her to get mad and all of a sudden my eggs accidentally hit the floor and then I have to go back and get them and then my milk accidentally fall on the floor and then I have to go back and get another one and then there's a price check on everything because I've seen them do that to people before in this store so I'm trying to be very patient the same way you're patient behind that person that's at the stoplight that's at the stop sign and it sits there for four seconds and five seconds and six seconds and you're going what the hell is going on and then they finally go And they're talking about something that happened earlier. Surprisingly enough, it was another fight, just like the fight. Oh, my God, those two guys are still there fighting. But they're not even talking about that fight. They're talking about a fight two days earlier. 
And I told her, and then I'm telling you, you wouldn't believe it. And then people fighting, and then she was fighting, and then she, and then she, the gee was in the line. She was in the line right there, and then she had about can, and then she took the can, and she ran all the way to the back of the store because she found out that the person who who, who marked up her 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 lunch meat marked it up by seventy five more cents. Now, as it turns out, it really was the price, but she really was wrong about the sale price because the lady who made the lunch meat was right. She was right to mark it up seventy five cents because the sale was off. The sale was off. You know, it's not her fault that you got the lunch meat after the sale was over and she goes back and she gets the can and, and she goes back and throws the can behind the lunch counter and the girl behind the lunch counter talking about I drag this meat slicer around and slice your fat ass up and the girl goes oh my fat ass huh I bet your husband likes my fat ass and she goes oh yeah my husband don't even know you she goes how do you know your husband don't know me and then they st- and then she walked around the meat counter and they started rolling around on the floor behind the meat counter it was mayonnaise all over the place and stuff flying all over the place and it was beautiful and then and Bill goes back there and Bill says you two ladies you better stop doing it and then Bill called the lady a bitch and the bitch that I, well, I don't like to call ladies bitches but bill called the lady a bitches and stop being a bitch and get out of my store bitch and then the lady got up and goes excuse me did you call me a bitch and he says yeah i'm sorry lady i shouldn't have called you a bitch but you really need to get out of my store she goes no it's too late now and then all of a sudden she jumped oh, back over the lunch counter she jumped on top of bill and now she's running around with bill and they rolling around and all this stuff's falling all over the place and it was and you know i would i, I would go back there and fight for bill but bill didn't bill dock me for my pay because i came in for 15 minutes late so you know what i'm saying i mean i was going to help him out but i said fuck him he should not have to take my 15 percent pay 15 cents 15 percent off because i know better than that i know better than that i all the times i worked and he didn't even give me no extra overtime and he gonna take time off because i came in late well fuck him i hope that lady fucks him up that's what i said that's what i said and it was about 20 minutes of that and i'm standing there going i have ice cream i have eggs hurry up you dumb and then she, and then she turns around and oh, i'm so sorry sir. <laughs> and then she finally cashes all of that crap and I finally get an opportunity to go out of the store. The worst 37 minutes and 15 seconds of my life up until that point. Okay, that's not really true. Bad things have happened. But I should say the bur- the worst 37 minutes and 15 seconds of the week. And I'm outside and I'm thinking, oh God, it's over. I just sit in the car and wait for my other relatives to finish what they're doing. I'll pack their crap into the back of the mighty Toyota Camry and then I'll drop them off home and then I'll have at least a little bit of Sunday for myself just a little bit of Sunday for myself and there's a whole lot of parking spaces in this parking lot there's a whole lot of parking spaces in this parking lot and for some reason the jackass in the van that just pulled into the parking lot pulled up about an inch and a half away from the driver from the passenger side door there were many other places to park, but the jackass parked up right next to my car. And I'm going, please don't hit the mighty Toyota Camry. And the guy, it took him six minutes to get out of his car so he could hold the door in a way that it didn't hit my car. But he, I'm sitting there going, dude, move to another parking spot. What he did literally... There's 17 cars in a parking lot that holds 190 cars. He parks right next to my car. I know this is a trite topic. I know it's been talked about a million and a half times. I know everybody in the world has talked about this topic. I know you've probably seen it on every sitcom, every lame ass comic from the 70s and 80s has talked about it. I get it. But it doesn't mean you don't get it. Just... The man damn near did a yoga class 
trying to get out of his car without his car door hitting my car. He damn near did a freaking. He should actually start a course called Bad Parking Yoga. And now we're going to do another yoga pose called Foot Out the Window. Okay, and this is the part where you, you turn, you put your foot out the window, you put your left foot out the door. Now you arch your back, arch your back, you reach your hands over your head, and then you realize that's not going to help. And you pick your leg back into the window, and then you do a new pose called sucking your stomach and squeezing your buttocks cheeks and sucking your genitals. I know you don't know how to suck in your genitals. That's in the advanced class, but I'm trying to help you out. So did you, did you and it took him all that time to get out and I'm looking and I did I didn't want to look at him because I have a feeling I, I I don't have the power to make laser beams come out of my eyes and kill someone but I had a feeling if I looked at him it would have happened and he finally squeezed his punk ass out of the car and I see my relatives coming out and it's beautiful they're coming towards me with carts I open up the trunk I put the food in the trunk Oh, it was great. They get in the car. I turn on the ignition. And I pull away. And that was the end of that ordeal. And I know it doesn't sound like much. I know it sounds stupid to complain about those things. I know. I know. It was just little mundane, dumb things that happened during the course of time. But sometimes those little things make you want to jump out of a fucking window. Right? That's one of the bad things about having to do the same thing over and over and over again, especially for somebody like me that loves variety. I can't stand the same thing happening over and over and over again. It drives me nuts. You know, that's why I like doing a podcast. You can talk about something different every freaking week. That's why I didn't like doing a one man show. I don't want to do the same damn show five times a week, every week for a year. Are you crazy? Get that crap out of here. Ironically, I like seeing the same woman naked every night. It's kind of weird, isn't it? I had a girlfriend when I said that I, you know, I hate doing the same thing over and over again. I hate doing the same show over and over again. Sometimes I just want to take that old show and throw it away and start off with a new show. Unfortunately, some women, I guess some men do do the same thing, but I don't date dudes, so I don't care what they think in that way. She thought it was a metaphor for our relationship. So we were going along and everything was happy and fine and great. And I said that I hate that. I'm just, I was basically, basically just doing what you do when you have a girlfriend or when you, you know, if you're married or something like that. And the same thing women do. You vent. You're not trying to say anything about them. You're not trying to make a point. You're not trying to do anything at all. All you want to do is vent. I was getting a little frustrated doing the same show over and over again. I wanted to write a new show. So I told her that. And And now she's being snippy and mean and passive aggressive, you know, and I'm trying to figure out why I'm like, we were just, we were just having a great time. You know, she was sitting on the couch. She had her head on my chest and I was doing the hair stroke thing. And when you're a dude, when a woman has her head on your chest and you're doing the hair stroke thing, you know, the next thing you want to do is a kiss on the forehead. And then she looks up at you and then you look at her and then she looks at you and you look at her and she looks at you and you do the exploratory booby squeeze and rub and your tee hee hee and then if she did and if she and then they do that thing where they give you the the kiss that lets you know i love you but you're not getting any right now and you're going uh, at least i tried or to give you the old 
crotch rub and you're going ah ha ha bang time and then you go in the room and bang the crap out of each other or like i said you do the little kiss and then you do a little booby rub and she goes ha 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 and then she gives you a kiss and if she kisses you on the cheek below the middle of your cheek you ain't getting nothing if she kisses you on the eyeball or on the neck bang time I know it sounds like I'm being too specific, but I pay attention to those things. Anywhere between the cheek and the middle of your dimple. I have dimples. If you don't, that's your loss. Anywhere in that area, but right, right around the side of the mouth, but not, a, not close to the mouth, but closer to the middle of the cheek and above the chin, but below the middle of the cheek, you ain't getting any. And I knew I had set it up to get some delicious buttocks. But after I said that crap about the show, she gave me that you're not getting any kiss on the side of the face. And I went, oh, what did I do? And over the course of the course of the evening, I realized that she was giving me little hints. And I realized she thought by me saying that I didn't want to do the same thing over and over again. She thought that I was either talking about the fact that maybe she thought I was getting bored with the way she was banging me, which I wasn't. Or she thought I was getting bored with the relationship, which I wasn't. I was literally just talking about the show. And I couldn't go straight to her and tell her, no, I was not talking about you. I'm not bored banging you and I'm not bored being with you. Because if I'd said it straightforwardly, she would not believe me. You have to be subtle and you have to say it in a way where she discovers the information herself. And I wanted to make sure that I did that because it was very, very important to me that I let this wonderful, wonderful woman realize that I was not, in fact, bored with her. I enjoyed the banging her and I enjoyed being with her because she was a wonderful human being. Like I said, you can't just come right out and say it. You got to do it subtly. So what I did was I made a phone call to a friend. And then I somehow veered the conversation back to the one person show. And she's listening because now she's trying to pick up more clues. And I'm going, ha, ha, ha. You may be looking for clues, but I'm the one that's drawing the map, baby. And there's a there's a treasure at the end of this map. And the treasure at the end of this map is sitting on the couch. It's called Your Delicious Buttocks. And I'm about to sink my game sink my shovel right to that sand and pull up that pot of gold oh yeah so i'm on the phone talking to my boy and he's going what are you doing i mean i started and i started talking about nonsense and he goes you're using me to make a point to your girlfriend again and i go yeah man it was a great game and he goes all right here you could go ahead i'm you know i'm gonna put the phone down jackass and uh, I'll be back in about 10 minutes, all right? Okay, buddy, let's keep going there. <laughs> and he walks away. And I go, you know what, man? I'll tell you right now, man, I, I'm i really getting sick and tired of doing this one man show. You know how much I hate doing the same thing over and over and over again. It's just boring. And I mean, when I have to do the same thing over and over and over again, I tell you right now, it's annoying. I just got to get out. And I could see her. She's, you know, you know, they, you know, they try to be slick. You know, they, they're trying to be slick. She's got the remote control and she's changing the channel and then she's moving the channels around and around and around. But I can also detect that she's lowering the volume. So she's trying to trick me into thinking that she's really changing the channel when all she's really doing is lowering the volume so she can hear what I'm saying. And I know what she's doing and I'm glad she's doing it because I'm about to. Give her the treasure map, put that treasure map down. And I'm about to put an X to mark the spot. And the spot is her delicious buttocks. 
So I'm talking to the guy who's not really on the phone anymore. He's probably in the bathroom taking a dump. And I'm going, yeah, man. And I tell you right now, buddy, you know, and I hate doing the same thing over and over again. The second I get to do the same thing over and over again, I can't stand it. And she's, and I'm looking at her and she's trying to act. She's, first of all, she's staring too intently at the TV. There's no change in facial expressions. And she was just like me. My face will tell you exactly what I'm thinking, which is why I don't even waste my time lying to people anymore. I'm not upset at all. And they're looking at my face and my face is saying i'm going to kill you but 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 i, I can't fool anybody and neither could she and I, i'm reading her face and she's staring to it she's staring at the screen and she's basically looking at the screen but tuning out what's happening on the screen and trying to focus like a laser beam onto my conversation so here we go my friends i'm about to set this up nicely and save the evening oh yeah so man, I'm telling you, man, I don't like doing the same thing over and over again. It's just boring. And when I, when I get it, when I, when I get, when I do the same thing over and over again, I got to get out. I got to get away. I can't stand it. I hate that crap. You know, I mean, it's not like with my girlfriend. It's like I've been with the same girl for, for a long time now. And she's different. It's not, I mean, cause the show was a show, but she's different. I can't get enough of her. And all of a sudden I look at her face. Her face starts to melt a little bit. Oh yeah. She heard that, and I got, oh, I'm on first base, oh, yeah, but I'm trying to get home. I'm not even close to done yet. You know what I mean? I mean, cause if, as a passing, cause the thing is, see, a show doesn't evolve like a human being, you know? My, my girl, you know, she's the, she's the prettiest thing, she's the greatest thing in the world, you know? I mean, she's like, no, I mean, it's just really fun watching this awesome woman turn into an even more awesome woman, and now I'm on second base, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, now the volume on the TV, she's easing it down. And I, now, not only is she not paying attention to the TV, listening to me, I can see that pretty little smile show up on her face. I'm not at third base yet. I'm not at third base yet. I got to get to third base. I got to get to third base because when I get to third base, I know I can steal home. And here we go. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Because I be, it's, it's really weird because when, you know, when I would hang out with you guys, man, it was great. But I mean, I'm like the rest of you losers. I actually had a woman I wanted to go home to. Because <laughs> you guys would be at the bar up there drinking and everything. I'm like, screw y'all. I'm going home to my woman. And I'm now on third base. Her body language has changed. She's kind of leaned back in a chair. And she can't hide the smile now. Oh, yeah. Now she gets up from the from the couch. And she walks into the kitchen. And I, would you like a soda? Oh, you know, I'm about to make a sandwich. Would you like a sandwich too? Oh, yeah. I just slid into home plate. Oh, yeah. Home plates. She don't make sandwiches. She never made me sandwiches. She never said, do you want a soda? She was more likely to say, go get me a soda. Or are you making a sandwich? Why don't you make me one too? But now she's making me a sandwich. Oh, yeah. He picks up the phone. You're done yet? And I go, anyway, man, let me get out of here. Uh, I'll talk to you later. <laughs> and then she comes back out of the kitchen with a sandwich. And that sandwich was nasty as shit because she don't make sandwiches and I don't give a crap because not only, how can I put this? It didn't matter about the sandwich. <laughs> the only thing that mattered was about the cake because <laughs> I sliced the cake. <laughs> and by that, I mean, we had lots of sex afterwards. <laughs> You know, but that's 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 just a 
I don't even know where I, how I got there from that. I mean, it's really weird. I start telling one story about something that happened and then all of a sudden it veers into some other story that's completely unrelated, but it doesn't matter because it's entertaining, isn't it? Yes, it is. Why? Thank you, person who's not really here. <laughs> hmm. Now, what I was talking about was, uh, how the day kind of, kind of sucky, kind of started out sucky. And I go, I go back and I start talking about an old girlfriend, you know, you know, I'm, yeah. It's weird. Because I come back and this is this. I'm going back to the supermarket thing. I come back to the house. I park the car and I come in and I realize I have to go back out again. And I'm really I'm really thinking that the Sunday is over. You know, I was saying, like I said, when I when I when when I saw my two relatives come toward the car with their shopping carts, I'm thinking Sunday is over, done, finished, out. Yes, done. And no, I get, well, could you mind helping me with the beep, beep, beep? But I'm going, you dirty mother. Walk out of the house. Do how long do you go without b- between car washes? That's what I want to know. How long do you go between car washes? And the reason I ask you that is I don't go that long between car washes, but I will not wash my car when I know it's going to rain or I know it's going to snow or I know it's going to be misty because I know if you wash your car and then it rains the next day, you just wasted 10 bucks or five bucks or whatever that crap costs. But I decided to wash it anyway, damn it. I said, you know what? That doesn't matter. I'm washing it. I need to do something to make me feel better today. And there's really nothing else to do. I'm not going to be able to record the podcast until damn near 12 o'clock and, and 11, 30, 12 o'clock at night. Cause I'm going to have other stuff I got to do, but I want to do something, that, something that just makes me feel better. Something that just, you know, I just want to, I want to see a tangible positive for the day. I want to see something, look at something and have it be better than it was earlier this morning. That's what I want to see. That's what I want to do. And I know it's dumb to think of washing your car as that thing, but that's what it was, man. That's what it was. I went to the car wash. I get in the car wash and the guy sees me and he looks at me and I give him the bread and I start going through the machine and he and you see all these soap coming out and hot water and the wax and the thing and all that crap and you come out of there and they wipe the car down you give them the tip you know or you put it in the tip box and then you pull your car over you vacuum it up and you stand back and you look at your car and the mind you turn on the camera it looks fantastic it smells good on the inside you look in the windows and everything's nice and clean and you feel great and it's the best thing in the world and what happens you're driving down the street you drive by the new jersey transit thing you drive under the freaking thing and a bird shits on both your fucking windows <sighs> tires are still wet from the fucking armor all and a bird shit on the fucking windows i'm telling you right now i know this is a it's a weird i'm telling you I, you ever you ever just watch one of those YouTube videos or, or or Facebook videos and all of that kind of crap and you see animals doing really things like a really intelligent things like a cat sticking his paw out and unlatching the latch. You know, I saw a, a cow walk down a row of other cows unhooked the fences and all of that crap. I saw a dog doing some algebra. Okay, that part did not happen. But you know what I'm saying? I'm telling you right now, I'm telling you some of these animals are a lot smarter than we give them credit for. Don't tell me you've never played dumb when you needed to play dumb. I remember a friend of mine was hitting on a woman in a bar 
She was down with it. She was all up on him and everything like that. And as it turns out, she was just using him to make a boyfriend jealous, which is a low thing to do, especially when your boyfriend is six, four and been studying Muay Thai kickboxing for five years. And basically she was just using him to make him jealous. And then he comes back and he's about to kick the crap of my friend. And it was really bad. I'm watching them going. We're about to get fucked up because I can't let my friend get fucked up. So he's going to get fucked up and I'm going this is not going to be good. And I'm getting up and I'm going, here we go. I'm already preparing for the ass whooping. I'm going to get by this sick bastard. And all of a sudden he starts acting, quote, gay, unquotes. And it was really insulting. If you were a gay person, and you saw this act, you would be insulted. I'm not gay. And I saw it and I felt bad because he was going through every bad stereotype of what a person thinks a gay person is just horrible. You know, the, the mannerisms and all of that kind of crap, you know, and the guy bought it and walked away. And the guy comes over, my friend comes over to me and says, man, I can't believe I did that. And I said, yes, it was a little insulting. And if I was a gay person, I would be offended by that. But I got news for you. I would put on a Klan robe and walk out of the building if it would keep me from getting hit by that guy. Because that guy would have hit you one time and killed you. And then I would have walked over and said, well, he's dead already. Can't defend him now. And I would have had to go back and call somebody to retrieve your body. (laughs) but what I'm saying is animals are smarter than we think they are and I'm telling you right now I'm telling you right now I'm telling you I think the birds are doing it on purpose okay I know you're going to think that's a weird theory I know you're going to think it's a weird theory I'm telling you they're doing it on purpose I'm telling you now I'm not kidding Okay. I have a bird. I have yet to have a bird shit on my car when it was already fucked up. I've never seen that. I know you think I'm playing around. I know you think I'm trying to be funny. I'm being dead serious. I've had my car is literally parked under a tree. And it almost never happens. I come back from the car wash. It said weird really weird feeling of walking out of the house when you just when you know you washed your car the day before you park the car you come back out the next day and you know there's a tree maybe there's a shrub uh, hiding some of the car you can't see all of the car and you can only see the front part of the car you can't see from the windshield up but you can't see you don't see maybe the front of the car and half of the bottom of half of the windshield and then you turn the slight turn and then a no you know it's the ink stain on the white suit you know what i'm saying the permanence the permanent marker stain on the middle of the back of a white suit it's just it's just and maybe you've both been there before where a bird took a crap on your car and you're like i'll get to that later but sometimes it's just so blatant it's just it's put in the right, just the right spot where you can't ignore it. There's nothing. It's just, it, it, it makes you, it, it's very OCD of you because you want to ignore it, but you know you can't. You know you're in a hurry. And in this particular instance, there was so much of it. I'm telling you right now, in just one spot, so much of it. It would be different if there was a whole bunch of them and I would think, well, maybe there was just a bunch of birds in the trees and they did that. No, this was in one 
specific spot big and i'm telling you right now i'm thinking when i i don't want to be too gross and graphic and describing it so i'm not going to do that but have you ever seen a big dog on a lawn where the dog does what the dog is doing in this particular case and the dog is engaging in the activity of evacuating the unwanted nutrients from his body for an extended period of time and the reason it's an extended period of time is because it's an extended evacuation of said nutrients from his nether reason regions I'm telling you right now I'm thinking the bird actually squatted I'm telling you right now you think I'm making it up you think I'm trying to be funny I'm telling you right now that bird squatted I'm not kidding because there's no way in the world this amount can happen from just dropping a little bit from the tree. I'm telling you, the bird came downstairs, came and it would not surprise me if the bird, if it had was was doing whatever, making whatever. See, birds don't have middle fingers, but I'm telling you, he probably tried to make a middle finger with one of his wings while he did that sitting on top of my car. And I hate that crap. And you feel dumb, too, because you just spent money to get your car cleaned. You did all of that. You get out the news, you get out the tissue, you take the tissue, you pick that crap up and you can never get it all up. Even though you get most of it up, you get 99.9% of it up. There's still a little teeny bit right there and you can see it. How, how, how aware of it are you? You're in your car, you're driving your car, you have a conversation with people. The people that got in the car didn't even say anything about it because they didn't notice it. You're inside the car. This is on the roof of your car, right in the middle of the roof of your car. You got 99.9% of it up and still somehow through special powers of hatred of birds, you're looking at the roof of your car from the inside and through the nightlight, through the metal, through the wiring, you can still kind of see it. At least you think you can still kind of see it, that little bastard. Freaking birds. I'm telling you right now, I'm telling that bird squatted on my damn car, that punk ass. Don't think they do. I'm telling, everybody thinks these animals are innocent, man. I'm actually at the point now where I'm considering becoming a vegetarian, maybe even a vegan. And I still might because I know for health reasons, it's a wonderful thing to do because you can get enough proteins from certain vegetables that you don't really need to eat meat. I get it. I have friends that are vegans who won't shut the hell up. And if they ever start doing CrossFit, I might have to shoot them because that's two groups that don't know how to shut the hell up. And imagine if you do a vegan and doing CrossFit. Holy crap. But here's the thing, my friends. I'm telling you. Even if I become a vegan or a vegetarian, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to make an exception for pigeons. I've never eaten pigeon before. And if you had asked me before the pigeon did that to my car, I would have said the simple fact of eating a pigeon. Are you kidding? That's gross. That's disgusting. We don't eat pigeons here in this country. We don't do it. And I'm not going to do what I'm telling you right now. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm going to get myself a little bow and arrow and I'm going to get me some fake pigeons and I'm going to put them on the top of my car and I'm going to practice hunting them from the living room window. Oh, yeah. 
See, these pigeons don't know who they're messing with. Oh, I said it. <laughs> you think cats are your enemy pigeons? Oh, no. So you can always fly up to the top of the tree and a cat can't get all the way up there because those branches up there are too thin for the cat to get up there. You think that's hilarious. You ever seen a pigeon do that? They don't because you know that one animal is taunting another animal. The same way when you see two dudes fighting and one dude knows he's a better fighter than the other dude. So instead of just beating the dude down and getting it over with or grabbing a dude and holding him and letting him know that he's physically dominant and, and getting it over with. Oh, no, he has to humiliate the guy. He has to dance around and instead of punching him in the face, he'll slap him in the face, backhand him a couple of times. When the guy approaches him to try to tackle him, he'll move out of the way and just push him to the ground. And instead of walking away and going, you don't want any more of this, buddy. Leave me alone, buddy. You can't win this, buddy. Oh, no, he engages him. He picks him back up, brushes him off. You okay, buddy? Eh. And then he smacks him in the face, gets the guy angry again, and then he starts torturing him again. Oh, that's what I'm talking about. Well, pigeons do the same thing to the cats. They could just immediately fly to the top of the tree when the cat's trying to kill them and get it over. The cat would go, I'm not even going to attempt this. This this sucker went from the top of this car all the way up to the top of the tree. And there's no way in the world I could do that. But the birds, the pigeons don't do that. Oh, no. They fly just out of the reach of the cat and they land on a branch that the cat hasn't got to do yet. And they sit there looking at the cat and they're looking at the cat and they do that little which is basically and if you put if you translate it's like nice try bitch try again you punk ass feline punk bastard and then the cat comes up there and the cat almost gets him but oh no and then the pigeon flies up to a branch that's just a little bit higher and a little bit higher and it keeps doing this cat and pigeon game till it gets up to the top of the tree and now not only is the cat not able to get to the pigeon all of a sudden the cat can't even figure out how to get back to the ground and the pigeon sits there like <laughs> You dumb bastard. And then it flies right back down to its original starting position, knowing that the cat probably can't get down. And then when the cat finally figures out a way to get down after 15 minutes, it starts the process all over again. Why? Because pigeons are assholes. And I'm telling you right now, pigeons are doing that to our cause on purposes. Those little punk bastards. So, folks. I'm telling you now, I'm not going to do it right now. I'm going to hold off on it, but I'm telling you right now, I'm going to go on and I'm going to see if they sell tiny bow and arrows at Amazon. And if they sell tiny bow and arrows, I'm going to see if they also sell tiny fake pigeons. And I'm going to practice shooting bow and arrows into fake pigeons. And I'm going to sit there waiting. I'm going to buy myself some of that camouflage crap. And you know, I have friends that are hunters and a friend of mine goes, Hey, see, hey man, hey, yes. why don't you go deer hunting with me? I'm going, when do you got to be there? Oh, we get up and I'll come pick you up. You will do three o'clock, two o'clock in the morning, you know, and then we'll go there. We'll, you know, and I go, you know, we'll, you know, we put on our outfits. Okay. That sounds good. And then I'm going to get the big bottle of deer piss and pour it on us. And then they get the, what? Yeah, um, is there any way we could do it without the deer piss? Oh, no, the deer will actually smell your scent, and it will keep them away. But if we have deer piss on us, they will think it's safe because of the deer piss, and then they will come and where are you going? I'm going someplace where there's not a guy that thinks I'm going to be wearing deer piss. Love you to death. You're one of my best friends, but I'm not going to be coated in deer piss with your jackass, and I'll leave. But you know what? I'm going to make an exception. The first thing I'm going to start doing, my friends, and it's going to take a while to do because pigeons are small. 
I'm going to start collecting as much pigeon piss as possible until I get a full bottle of it. And then I'm going to dress myself up like the mighty Toyota Camry. That's right. And I'm going to sit there and the pigeons are going to come down and go, hey, this must be safe. I smell pigeon piss. And I'm going to be like, ah, yeah. And then I'm, you know, sometimes when you go into, you, you hunt the ducks and you have that, you have that duck called a, you blow the thing and it sounds like the ducks and then the ducks come down and you shoot the ducks. Well, I'm going to have one of those things that sounds like the engine of the mighty Toyota Camry going off and I'm going to blow the little whistle and it's going to be the sound of me getting out of the car and walking into the house and the birds and pigeons going to be like, ah, ha ha, this is great. I smell pigeon piss and the human has walked into the house and then and the pigeon's going to be on the tree warming its ass up, getting its ass all warmed up so we can get as much evacuation of the unwanted bird nutrients from the buttocks. And he's going to say, this is going to be a real good one. I'm going to teach this guy a lesson. Ha <laughs> ha. Going to go get his car clean. This is good. To, and, then, and then the pigeon's going to sit down on top of the what he thinks is the mighty Toyota Camry. And all of a sudden, he's going to hear this. Gotcha, you little furry, you little feathered bastard. And he's going to turn around and it's going to be me with my little Amazon micro bow and arrow and I'm going to shoot the bastard. And the next thing you know, he's going to be covered in barbecue sauce. Yeah, that's right. Now, I know what you're thinking. You're probably thinking, dude, you should probably not record your podcast so late because when you do, you say really crazy crap and I think you need mental help. Well, I'm going to say something to you. (laughs) There's thousands of you out there and you've been listening to me for two and a half years. So who's the crazy one? And the truth, the truth is, I know that was a, that was a really weird little uh, little sketch there, but but the truth is, uh, <laughs> the truth is, there really was, there really were um, some birds that uh, that would shit on my car only after I got it washed. I, I don't know whether or not there was there's some kind of you know genetic thing or some kind of you know sometimes the cats will always climb onto the top of your refrigerator and knock shit off you know and and, I, and somebody told me that you know it's, it's the, it, like cats always like to be up high cuz they're hunters and you and, and we see you'll see lions and trees and lions on the top of big rocks so they can survey the field and a lot of the times what they would do is they would chase their prey up to the, like they'd chase their prey up a tree or chase it someplace where the prey thought it was going to get away and then they would kill it and then they didn't want to eat it while they were in the tree. So what they would do is they would just knock it off the tree into the ground and then climb down and then eat it there. And I, I guess what the person was, was essentially saying was that's basically what the cat's doing. Just like knock it. it that's the instinct there. And I was wondering, is there an instinct in pigeons? Is there something about the car, you know, or is it just that the pigeon just happened? I mean, it, it's gotta be more than a coincidence, you know? And I made it a point to pay close attention, you know, just to see what would happen. I put my, it was, it was a snowy day when the last time it snowed on the East Coast. And there were, and, 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 and now people go, well, the only reason the pigeons pissed shit on the car is because they were there during the snow. That's all it was. No, no, there were lots of, the birds were still there. The birds were still there. Even during the snow, there were 15, 20 birds right there. And they did not shit. 
right? I didn't get my car clean for a few days. I wanted to wait till the snow melted because if there's still snow on the ground, you'll clean your car and then all that shit will be knocked onto your car. And there's nothing worse than getting your car washed. You drive home and then there's some shit all over the sides of your car. I'm like, hell no. So I waited and waited and waited. And the birds were there the whole time. They really were. And they were so, they, they were so, they didn't crap on my car for such a long, so many days in a row. And I saw them there that I'm thinking, okay, maybe I'm cool. Maybe that was just an aberration. No big deal. And then I take my car to the car wash. And the second I come back, boom. I had a friend of mine laugh at me because of that. Oh, you call me. You always talk about your toy to carry me. And then something worse happened to him. And I'm telling you right now, normally when something like this happens to somebody, I wouldn't laugh at him. But he broke my balls so hard about my car getting shat upon that I had to break his balls about this. So he's at my house. We're we're kicking and we're having a great time. And I tell him about a I tell him about a place. There was a there was a there was an Asian family, and they had this breakfast place, and it was great food, man. Just great food, cafeteria style. They gave you big portions. If you got pancakes, you got big portions of pancakes. If you got hash browns, big portions of hash browns. And and at the time, I was working out all the time. I was in great shape. I was all ripped up and chopped up and everything. So and so was he. And so what happens was we, you would eat a lot. You needed the calories to fuel yourself. So we ate a lot of food, and it didn't really matter the your your twenty year old bodies and lifting and running and lifting and lifting and running and lifting and lifting running. So we get this stuff and we're walking back to the spot and, you know, man, let's just get this grub here and we'll go back to my spot. And, you know, at the time, football game, like when you're on the West Coast, football game, like they start at one o'clock on the East and 10 o'clock on the West. So you go to get your breakfast. You actually literally are eating breakfast while the first game comes on. So we come back to the house. He's got his tray with him. I got my tray with me. I walk in the house. I put my stuff down on me and I'm about to eat and bust my grub. He still has his tray in his, in his, in his hand. He goes, Oh man, I forgot my, uh, I think he had French toast or something. So we, his, uh, his syrups, he had the little, you know, those little packs of syrup and they fell out into the passenger seat of the car. So he runs back out. He still had his tray in his hand. And so it's open and he walks back. I walk back out after him. I'm thinking, I'm thinking this guy is going to run down the steps with his clumsy ass trip fall and knock his grub all over the floor. And then he's going to want me to take, uh, take him back to the place and get another platter. Then my shit's going to get cold. And then I'm going to take that one and put it in the refrigerator, buy another one so I can have a hot one. And I don't want to go through all of that crap. So let me catch this jackass before he, cause his clumsy ass, he's a clumsy bastard. Let me grab his shit, his grub, let him go back to the car get his little syrups and then you know like i said he's clumsy you know and i'm not saying it's because he hasn't fallen down the street i mean down the steps before and not and dropped his the guy got a the guy the guy came back with a pizza he opens the top of the, he has this what does this do with the opening of the food he opens up the pizza he turns back around he falls down the steps and the pizza flies out he's fine but he but we had to go get another pizza after cleaning up the whole damn hallway with sauce all over the place so there was a precedent for this jackass doing this crap so I run after him because let me grab this tray for this jack. Cause I don't want to be sitting there because yeah, it's, it's going it's, to it's my place. It's going to be up to me to have to clean all of this crap because he's too much of a klutz. He made it down the steps. And I was like, oh, man, I said, I'm still going to get him before he comes up the steps. I walk back down. He's coming back to the car. I mean, he's coming back from the car. Tray still open. He's walking towards the house. And I can hear. And what is it? It's birds flying above. 
His tray is open. And I think you know what happened. Oh, yeah. Right in front of me. I saw it with my own two eyes. French toast. Sugar and syrup. Bacon, sausage, and grits. And four piles of bird droppings. Because they shit right in his breakfast. <laughs> what are the odds? What are the odds that you want? I'm sorry. I just, I just remember the look on everybody. He's walking back, and he's, you know, it was, it was like you ever see those movies where, <clears throat> you know, it's like one of those action films where the guy sees his wife across the street, you know, and he's waving to her, "Hey, what's going on?" She's waving at him, and then he sees the van pull up behind her, and the van picks her up and snatches her in, and then somebody shoots at him, and he dives down, and then he gets a phone call five minutes later. You want your wife back? You better throw the case. You know that moment where he sees. The van, the guy from the van about to grab his wife and he tries to warn her, but it all happened so fast that he can't do anything about it. It was kind of like that. He's got his thing open. He's walking towards me and he's smiling. He's got his thumb up and I'm pointing at him like that. And then all of a sudden I could, it, it almost happened in slow motion where the birds were flying by. And I'm telling you, what are the odds that you have your breakfast platter open and two birds in mid-flight drop two submarines of fecal matter and they land directly on your French toast and your grits. Oh no. He sees it and he stops. He looks down at it and his expression didn't even change. And I'm looking at him like, I wonder what he's going to do. He literally just closed the lid, threw it into the trash can. There was a big giant dumpster, threw it into the dumpster, looked at me, turned around, walked back to the passenger side of the car, put his hands on his hips like, let's go. So, of course, I had to get in the car and take his ass back to get another one. But I'll tell you one thing, and this is very, very important. He couldn't laugh at me anymore about the car, but the bird shitting on my car. That shit was over. <laughs> yes, it was. Well, folks, we did it again. I talked about stupid crap for approximately an hour, and you sat and listened to it. You people are weird. But more important than anything else, you're my beautiful sass potters. Uh, thank you guys very much for your response to last week's episode. I really appreciate it. Uh, to everybody that went back and listened to a whole, because apparently I, uh, the stats have changed on the thing, on the, on the pod thing that I use. And I can actually see not only uh, that people are listening to it, I can actually see which episode the people are listening. Normally I didn't pay attention to that, but I started seeing people listening to episodes that are really, really old. You know, like episodes one, two, three, four, five, seven, eight, nine. And um, uh, some new people from Great Britain were listening, um, some new people from Australia, and of course, the um, new people from uh, the Potter and family, and new people from uh, right here in the U.S. of A. 
And I want to thank you very, very much. I know that some some of the things I do on this on the on this podcast are a little weird. You know, sometimes I talk about serious things. Um, sometimes it's just straight up uh, comedy. Sometimes it's comedy that's written, and sometimes it's comedy that's ad libbed off of something that's written. Or sometimes it's just what I wanted to talk about at that moment. I know it's really weird, and I don't have a category that I would necessarily put myself in. I put myself in the comedy category because it just seemed like the most uh, rational place to put it because I'm a comedian by trade, but the podcast is different than anything I actually would do when it's on a stand-up stage. It's a little different. It's a lot different <laughs> to be honest with you, but um, I appreciate you guys. I really do appreciate you guys and uh, listening to me and listening to this stuff and telling people it really means a lot to me and I appreciate the kind words. I want to give a special shout out to my Potter and family. There's a lot of good podcasts on there. Um, I played a couple of promos from the Potter and family. Um, waiting on some other ones. Some other uh, people that I've been uh, talking to on my direct messages will send me some promos. And I'll play some more uh, uh, Potter and family promos. But since that hasn't happened, because they're still working on those things. What I would like you to do, my friends, uh, my Sass Potters. Uh, do me a favor and show some love to my Potter and family. If you're on Twitter, uh, just follow the hashtag Potter and family, like modern family, but take off the M and put on a P. And you'll see a lot of interesting podcasts um, of different topics. You know, you'll see comedy podcasts, interview podcasts. Um, you know, you'll see, um, quote, geek podcasts and things of that nature. If you, If anything you could possibly be interested in, uh, or find entertaining like I do because I load a lot of their stuff onto my um, onto my Kindle so I can listen to it in the car. Um, you'll find a lot of interesting stuff there. So give that a give that a listen. I would recommend it because I listen to it and I have good taste. You have better taste because <laughs> you listen to me. So obviously you're obviously very very intelligent people with good taste. <laughs> yes, I just gave myself a compliment. Shut up. You should be used to that by now. So once again, uh, this is episode number two hundred and five. Um, I really, really do appreciate you guys. You, you, you mean a lot to me. Thank you very much for the emails and direct messages with the kind words. Um, I appreciate it. For those of you that don't have the, uh, the email address, if you want to email me, um, the email address to me is the S Anthony says podcast at gmail.com. Um, I do read that email and I, I know what I'm going to start doing when you, when you guys start sending me some stuff, I might, uh, read some of the stuff on the air cause some of the stuff is weird. <laughs> cool but weird and some of those you know people writing me for advice i'm just a dude but if you want me to do it i'll do it i don't give a shit i'll do it i'll, I'll do it you bastards uh follow me on twitter at at, uh, at s anthony thomas that's a twitter specifically for me and the twitter specifically for the podcast is at s anthony says best bet would be to follow both now, even though i do run both of them i don't put the, necessarily always put the same thing on both and i'm going to be a lot more active on the at s anthony says uh, twitter from now on because i used to use it just uh, specifically to talk about I mean, uh, to promote the podcast and to promote some some of the pod and family and let to remind people that the new episode is out and anything and things of that nature but i'm going to start using it a lot more now and of course as always i tweet a lot on um, at s anthony says so follow at s anthony thomas on twitter and at s anthony says also uh if you're on facebook they finally verified my uh podcast page it's technically a fan page but i but i but it's labeled as a podcast so if you're on facebook 
go look up S. Anthony says and it'll be S. Anthony says and you see the blue check and that's to verify that it's actually my page. It's not somebody else. It's my page. It's me on Facebook at S. I'm not at that's that's Twitter, but on Facebook, it's at it's a S. Anthony says and you'll see the blue check mark there to, to verify that it's actually me. I'd appreciate that. Uh, if you're listening to the show on whatever podcast you're listening, if you have the opportunity, if the podcatcher affords you the opportunity to uh, give a review, if you love the show, please give a review to the show. Kind words and 17 stars would be wonderful. Uh, I'm going to thank you for that if you do it. And if you don't do it, I'm going to thank you just for listening. Much love to every last one of you. I really do appreciate you. My name is S. Anthony Thomas. This is the S. Anthony Says Podcast, available everywhere. Just Google it. I'm on all the fucking podcatchers because I'm everywhere like oxygen, baby. And before I go, I'm going to sign off the same way I've been signing off for a while now. You know how I do it. and You can do it with me. It doesn't matter whether you're on your whether you're on a lawnmower, whether you're in your car, whether you're on a treadmill, or whether you're walking down the street with some earbuds in, say it with me on the count of three, S. Anthony, out.